Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. And today I want to talk about how to pick a release day. We did an episode not too long ago about why release days suck. And this is kind of a continuation of that. If you haven't listened to that episode, go and check it out. Um, But I want to help you a little bit with picking a release date because I think a lot of the problems and the disappointments that happen around release day um, happen a few months before when we pick a release day. And I think there's a couple things that we should keep in mind when we're picking a release day to help us uh, avoid some of uh, things, negative things that happen on release day that I think are avoidable if we're a little bit more strategic when we pick a release day. I'm putting together just a summary of today's episode by going to uh, that you can download by going to otherrecordlabels.com slash release day. I want to put our resources there because release day is a big thing. It's a big deal for the artists and for record labels. I want to try to help you and have other record labels help improve those days for you as, as, as artists and as record labels. And so go to otherrecordlabels.com slash release day to download some resources uh, that pertain to release day. Here's some things um, that we need to keep in mind when we're picking a release day. Now, I want you to know, I've done an episode about this before a year or two ago, um, but I think it's such an important topic. And I just personally had an album come out and things went really well. And I I feel like I was able to tackle some of the issues ahead of time. And so I want to revise some of my thinking on that episode. So if you've heard that previous episode, I'm kind of revising some of uh, rehashing and revising some of the things that I had talked about before. First of all, consider the margin. So this is an interesting concept. Think of a margin around release day. So try to think about you have your release day. Let's say it's October 1st. Um, pick a date that has two months leading up to the release day, as well as a nice two-month buffer on the other end. So if you're releasing something, I'll give you a bad example. If you're releasing something in early December, well, that's great. On the front end, you have a buffer of October and November to promote the record, but you don't have that buffer on the back end because people start to disconnect by the second or third week of December. Then it's Christmas. It's like the lowest streaming day of the year. Nobody in the Western world is really paying attention to anything you're doing. And so you lose that momentum if you release in early December. I've had friends who've released records in, in early December. It's not a great time. Uh, so when you're picking a release date, make sure you look for um, a a release date that has that buffer, that has that margin with two months on the front end and two months on the back end. And I really believe that the back end is the bigger challenge. Keeping the album alive, we talk about this so much on the show, but keeping the album alive is a really important thing. And it's something that I have benefited from. I released a record in early October and I've had all of October and most of November to, to do fun things like in-studio performances, to release a second color variant, to uh, do a contest, um, to do a lyric book, um, to give some song explanations. Uh, you know, all these different things I've been able to do in the two months after to keep the album alive. But if I were to release this record in the spring, right before summer, it would be hard for me to find a few months after the album comes out if people have moved on or or sort of forgotten about it. So there are these short little windows, you know, between, let's say, uh, March to May, maybe like late February to, to May, and then and then maybe September to early November, those windows that have a really nice buffer on either side. 
You may totally disagree with this and that's okay. And I'm not saying, and I'm going to give you a caveat later on. I'm not saying that there is no time. Uh, there's only the times of year that you can release those. Obviously, there's there's other great times you can release as well and, and do your own thing. But this is just how I like to pick release days for my label is making sure that I have a buffer on either side. Let's move on. Number two is to consider the season. Let's look at regional and national holidays that are ha happening. This is obvious. Political events that are happening. If there's a big election, you really don't want to be dropping a record around that time. Or other industry releases or events that could take away some of the spotlight. And that's what we're looking for when we're picking a release day. We want to pick something that g gives us the best chance of having as much of the spotlight as possible. Just a couple of days ago, it was really weird. I don't know why, but there was like an announcement. It was midweek. It wasn't a release day, but there was this Monday or Tuesday in the fall when so many indie record labels announced an upcoming release that was going to come out in the new year. Like there's like four major announcements that happened on the same day. And it's kind of surprising. Like if you had picked that day as a day to announce your album, it would have been such bad luck. And so we have to do is we can't avoid bad luck, but we have to do as much as we can to make sure we pick a release day that isn't competing with any other major artists or isn't competing with any major holidays. Or let's say you have, um, you release a record on Friday and the, the day before the Thursday is like uh, Thanksgiving or some sort of American holiday. And all of a sudden now your release day is not a holiday, but it's in between a weekend and a holiday. Those are the things we want to look for. Ever since they moved a re uh, new release day from Tuesday to Friday globally, it's been really challenging for releasing music in the summer because a lot of people check out at like noon on a Friday or, or, uh, late on a Thursday and they go away for the weekend in the summer. So releasing music in the summer is so hard because Friday's release day, but Friday is usually when people start to head off for vacation. Publicists uh, or, 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 or journalists aren't around. Nobody's really answering emails. That's such a really tough time. So we just want to make sure the whole point of this episode is that we're just strategic intentional. And we're thinking about this release day. We plot it out on the calendar six months or 12 months in advance. And we say, Here's the date. Is there any conflicts? Uh, do we have a good buffer for for touring and for promoting this uh, before and after the release? And these are the things we think about. The third and final thing is to consider the time. Is it a good time for your artists? Number one, is it a good time of year? We've talked about summer. We've talked about Christmas. Um, I often think about the music, and I often think, is this a good? Uh, is the time of year? Does it match the, the 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 sound of the music? We can't always do that. But sometimes like, is this a great fall album? Is this a great summer album? Do we want to be releasing a big summer hits beach album uh, in, in the middle of winter? These are things that we, we should consider. I've talked about on this uh, podcast a million times the importance of giving your releases a long lead time, meaning give yourself six months to a year of planning out a release. And this allows us to think through these things and to have the luxury of saying, this is a summer album, so let's aim for next summer. Or this is a fall album and falls in 10 months from now, so let's get ready and plan for that. And so when we consider the time, we want to make sure it's good with the artists that they don't have any family responsibilities at that time when their record's coming out, that they're free to do promo and to maybe go on tour. The other thing we want to ask, is it a good, good time of year, looking at the summer, looking at the fall and winter? And then the final thing is, that will it allow you to do the things you want to do? 
it, the time that the, uh, that of the year that your release comes out at, will your vinyl be ready? Will you have CDs in time, tapes in time? Uh, if the vinyl's not going to be ready because of a big backlog, how long after that will the um, will will it be for when the vinyl comes out? And can you make that work in your album campaign? And so you want to look at all these things. If a band already has something on tour, if somebody is editing a music video, will it be done in time? These are things to consider. Let's go back over these. I know I've been talking a lot. Consider the margin. Give your album a two months uh, prior, at least two months prior, where you can do lots of promoting and teasing the album, as well as at least two months after the album comes out to continue with that post-release album campaign. Number two is consider the season. Think about holidays, the time of year, other industry things that are happening or political events. And number three, consider the time. Is it a good time for your artists? Is it a good time of year seasonally? And will it allow you to do the things you want to do or to manufacture the things you want to manufacture for the vinyl? There's two caveats that I want to say because I know some of you might be thinking, hold on a second, we don't need to be this strategic with our releases. Number one is picking a crazy release day sometimes really works well and can totally open up the playing field for you. We did an episode not too long ago with Specialist Subject Records in the UK, and they were talking about the advantage of releasing records or singles or EPs in the winter because, or sorry, in, in December. And, and I've already said that's not a great thing to do, but there is something interesting about that because there's not a lot of releases. And so if you're competing for New Music Friday or if you're competing competing for uh, playlists uh, or some sort of spotlight, if, if writers are still writing about music and not year-endless, then you might have the spotlight all to yourself because not a lot of people release in December. So that there is an interesting concept there. Uh, I had a friend who released a uh, new release Friday actually landed on January 1st, New Year's Day. And so they released a really beautiful track on New uh, New Year's Day, which is really cool. And, and if you're listening to this in real time, New Year's Eve is a, is a Friday. So you might be able to release a track on New Year's Eve if you're on the ball, which is, oh, on the ball, get it? Uh, which is kind of cool. So there are some exceptions to this rule. Number two, uh, to, to special uh, little bonus uh, thing to keep in mind that's contrary to what I just said is don't abandon the surprise releases. Throwing caution to the wind and, and using that element of surprise as your as your biggest marketing technique is really cool. Uh, I love, as a music fan, I love surprise releases. I know tons of music fans love surprise releases. Album lead times are getting quite long. And, you know, whenever a band announces a new album and it's like four months away, that's a little bit annoying. Uh, so surprise dropping a, re a record is still really cool. So I just wanted to say those two things that you can release uh, at a traditionally bad time of year and maybe steal the spotlight all to yourself. And you can still do those surprise drops. But for the rest of us who are going to follow the rules and do things the normal way, consider the margin with two months on the front end and the back end. Consider the season, holidays, and whatnot, and consider the time. Is it good for everybody? Is it good for manufacturing? I hope that you found this helpful. I'm going to make a little worksheet about what I talked about today because I know I've said a lot. Go to otherrecordlabels.com slash release day to download that for free. Thanks for being a subscriber. <laughs>